Hello, my name is Justin Land, and today I'm with Daniel Scrim. He's a channeler, a healer, and I'm sure he does many, many other things that I uh, I'd like to hear about. How are you doing, Daniel? Good. How are you, Justin? I'm pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit early my time, four thirty in the morning, and uh, yeah. but I like it. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's a different vibe. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, just have my coffee. So I think I'll be okay. Yeah, that full moon energy can keep you awake. Exactly. Yeah, no, I was just looking out the window now. It's amazing. Uh, a lot of things going on in the sky. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I've been following you for quite some time. You've, um, you have a lot of material and you've done a lot of very cool channeling. Uh, maybe you can just start off a little bit with that. This, yeah, how you got into channeling. That's always a good start. Well, it's, oh, man. I was more interested in other people's channeling than me doing it. That's for sure. I, I started out with conversations with God. That would be like the very first thing I think I encountered. And I really got into the Seth books after that. And then I was so into Abraham Hicks that I was like flying all over the country and all over the world to see them. I'd go on their cruises and everything. And wow. Um, I just really ensconced myself in it, in the, in the world of it. And I would, uh, you know, listen to all the Abraham workshops on CD as well. The ones I didn't attend and even the ones I did, I would still listen to the CDs. Um, and I never thought of myself as a person who could do this. And I was 37 when it happened. So 38 actually. 38 hmm. um so i was just doing my thing like really enjoying like you know other people's channeled material and not thinking of myself as one and all of a sudden things started happening hmm. i was doing reiki on someone and i noticed my hands would move by themselves and then you know they'd start to do this like windshield wiper motion and and then uh, my head started to go like this while I was doing the energy healing. And then my mouth started moving and I'd, I'd go. And that was the moment when I thought, maybe I'm going to be a channel someday. I don't know. So I, um, that was in January-ish of 2010. It's hard to remember exact dates. Mm -hmm. But I do remember what happened. In, it was early March. It was like the first week end of March when I had this amazing experience of energy coming in through my head while I was lying in bed. I had just woken up from a dream and in the dream I turned to someone and said I understand now about the other beings and the next thing I know I'm downloading just all this energy in my body. It's just moving from head to toe and feel so much like ecstasy and so beyond anything I've ever felt before or since that, you know, as I'm going through it and first just in awe of it, I, I then start to think about like what it means. And one of the things I thought was, well, what does it have to do with that um, dream? And then I thought, well, what does it have to do with aliens? Cause I knew in the dream, when I said other beings, I meant aliens. Cause the guy in the dream, is the current videographer for Abraham. <laughs> and he was always way more into this ET stuff than I was. So I just thought it was 
kind of like insignificant to our lives. I knew they were out there. I didn't think it mattered. But then here I am having this totally unexpected experience when I'm not really even interested in ETs. And uh, I, I, when I thought, what does this have to do with the aliens? I got a huge surge of that energy. So then I just kept thinking the word aliens over and over again, because I wanted to feel the surges again. And then I asked some questions. And I, if I asked a question where the answer was yes, I would get a huge surge of energy moving through me. If I asked a question where the answer was no, then nothing would happen. So this went on for a while before I thought maybe I can see them in the room with me. So I took my eye mask off and I, it's like 2.30 in the morning and I, uh, I opened my eyes and there's, there's no one in the room with me, but it was like the surges started all over again. It mm -hmm. was like the intensity just went right back to where it was when it first started. So that went on for a while, then it stopped. And then I sort of dedicated myself from that moment to getting into that state. Like if I can somehow elicit that type of feeling on my own, that would be amazing. So I had already been a daily meditator for 10 years, meditated for at least an hour every day. And now I was meditating and trying to feel energy move through my body. And I got pretty good at it, but never did I get to the point where I would say it was anywhere close to what I experienced that night. Um, and then I also had an experience with um, going really deep into meditation and feeling like I was like dry heaving. Mm. Like when you're throwing up, but there's nothing left to throw up. Um, so my body would go into this state of like convulsion. And um, that was just from going deep into meditation. So I then thought, well, something wants to come up and out of me is what it feels like. So I um, then was at an Abraham workshop <laughs> in October of 2010. I was fortunate enough to be able to ask them about what was going on with me because it was happening at the workshop, the, you know, the, the dry heaves. And they said, um, yes, you're going to do this, this thing that is called channeling that they don't really call it that, but you're going to do it, but you've got some resistance to it. So you just have to get over that. <laughs> and the only way to get over it is to go through it. So you just have to keep doing what you're doing and you'll move through the, the experiences you're having. And that's exactly what I did. I just sat with someone just like you and I are over the mm -hmm. computer. And um, she would wait patiently for me to speak and I would just do a lot of this and, mm -hmm. you know, and the energy would just be all up in my body, but not, no words coming out. So it was very frustrating. Um, but eventually I spoke and uh, first, be even before I spoke, I spoke like, like just consonants, just sounds like and then I spoke for the first time I said, we are here for you. And that's what the creators always say, the, the group I've been channeling the longest, they always say that when they come in. So Hmm. Ever since about November, I'd say 2010, I've been doing this uh, channeling thing.
Well, just right before the big wave of 2012. You know, a lot of channels came out of that, like 2012, 2013. 2012, interestingly enough, was the time when I really started to take it seriously and put it out there. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's always a lot of the channels I've talked to. It's <clears throat> that first phase of you getting it and then still putting it out there is another step. It's always, uh, and I know with your, the way you, what impressed me the most was you obviously you were your your contortions of your face and your movements it was obvious that this was not a, a process that you know everybody would just put out there so openly but i found that very authentic of course the way you did that and that's what really in the material itself always proves itself it's like yeah it's just uh, genius and intelligence pure and uh i'm curious why the arcturians said they don't refer to it as uh, sorry the creators um they don't uh, i don't know which they don't refer to it as channeling you said you said that they have a different understanding of what's going on well it's abraham who doesn't say the word channeling they abraham doesn't yeah the reason they don't is because um they feel that that word gets used for a lot of things that what esther does isn't so they don't want esther's work to be lumped together Mm. with the stuff that it isn't is their reasoning for not saying it's channeling okay Interesting. Say that she's blending with abraham yes and you you're the same as happening with with you right would you say oh i in the now seven years i've been teaching channeling to people too i've come to realize that it really is that's really what it is it's a merging it's a coming together. It's a collaboration. It's not me, the ventriloquist dummy, and them, the ventriloquist, just mm. using my body to, you know, speak what they want to say. It's very much about uh, a meeting of the mind, so to speak. Mm. When you're channeling, you're you're very you're a conscious channel, right? You're as yeah. you're so. Um, in, in, in uh, I know that the, your, uh, what I see on YouTube now is mostly the, the Arcturian council that comes uh, through you. Now, nowadays, yeah. I, is that like I, your, uh, you just feel the most comfortable with them? Is that? Well, I feel like I'm on a journey with them now for four mm. years of getting deeper and deeper into their material. And they're the only ones, so since I've been doing them for four years and prior to that, I had done a bunch of other beings mm. with daily messages. I had done the Pleiadian High Council of Seven, the Creators, the Hathors, Ophelia the Fairy, Quan Yin, the Founders. There's probably more I can't think of right now, but there was, I even did the Zetas for a little while. I even did the Unicorn Collective for a little while. Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel, so I, because I've done the Arcturian so consistently now, not only do I feel like there's an expectation from people mm. that I'm going to channel the Arcturians. And so that plays a part in it. But I also feel like I've been able to go deeper with them than mm. anybody else. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's, uh, I think you're doing it on a daily basis, right? With Arcturian Council. It's a, Six uh, times. I decided to give myself a night off. Ah, yeah. No, it's a, uh, and 
for me, it's interesting because I did a, you know, almost a year ago, somebody told me in my field are uh, two Arcturians and uh, maybe somebody from Sirius or something. And, and there seems like an Arcturian connection going on with a lot of people I've noticed in the channeling community. Um, is there a particular reason for this? Uh, are they coming up more because of the acceleration of the energies? Yeah. Or? Definitely. Okay. It's definitely because they see that we're ready for them hmm. and they've had more of like a hands-off approach to humanity for a long time. And now they're getting more involved because of the, the necessity for it really. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, and now the, the, I'm very familiar with, of course, the Esasani, the Yael, this, 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 uh, what Bashar has put forth his material. Right. Uh, the Arcturians also of curiosity in that relationship, are they a hybridized race uh, with the, or they're, they're totally different than the lineage of the Esasani or um, the Yael, right? To my knowledge, there, there are no human Arcturian hybrids, but I don't, mm. I don't know everything, obviously. Mm. Um, but the, the Arcturians I channel are definitely not because they're a non-physical consciousness at this point. They've ascended to the ninth dimension. Right. So, yeah, they're, they don't have a planet, so to say. They're just... Uh... They're just, they're just, that's where they're from. Mm. So that's the energy that they carry, mm. and what they represent. And I think they, they want to project that the best of what Arcturus has mm. to offer. Okay, no, it's, uh, and the, now the creators, I love that name. Uh, and that was the first beings that came through you. Yeah. Now the, does, you, you've channeled so many various beings, so you, you recognize them immediately by their energy, I'm guessing, is a very, is a very unique saying, mm. like the creators to the Arcturians, is it, does that feel no different <laughs> okay um they feel very similar actually okay now right. ophelia the fairy feels very different um you know any of the feminine ones i channel are very different feeling to me um and Buddha, Archangel Michael, Yeshua, they all kind of fall into the same feeling category as well. Mm. You mean uh, they, they feel more feminine? No, they're just, I, I could lump them together into one okay. yeah. group. Yeah. Then there's the females, and then there's the, the Zetas and the Quarthians are very similar feeling to they're both uh physical mm -hmm. terrestrial beings so okay so uh, you can the feeling of a non-physical pure non-physical being is different than it's going to be from a physical being yeah and I think um I was thinking about this the other day like people like Daryl Anka and Lisa Royal Holt and I'll try to think of a third one, but I can't. Um, oh, Treb with Rob Gothier. Mm -hmm. They're all physical. They're all channeling physical ETs. And they all have traditionally gone into a trance-like state to do mm -hmm. so. And yes. uh, I, I don't know if that's because of the technology that's being used mm -hmm. 
in order to make the connection on the part of the ET beings. Mm. Whereas with a non-physical collective, you don't need any mm. sort of gadgetry yes. <laughs> to make it happen. So I think it can be a little bit easier on the person. Mm. I know Daryl now will only channel Bashar for like an hour and a half tops or something in a day because mm. he feels like it's too much. Yeah. Too much on his consciousness too. Like he just, he mm. has a hard time differentiating or, or has a hard time like coming back to the mm. world that we all live in. But for you, it's different because you don't go into that full, he's not even there. It seems like he's like uh, in a different energetic realm, but you're yeah. still here, which is, yeah. uh, and that was an interesting point. I'm glad you pointed that out that I didn't notice that. I'll have to check out the, and you know, that if the entity is, I mean, obviously Bashar is supposed to be both physical, non-physical going over a little bit. Yeah. They on his way to non-physical for sure. Yeah. But that, that I didn't think about that, that the actual full trance state may be more conducive to the techniques being used by another physical being who might need a, some sort of tool or who knows if it's a crystal or something that they're doing that they're yeah, it's, a, it's just a theory. Yeah, but I love that. I love that. It's a new idea that I never, I never thought of. And uh, that's, that's cause it's, it is a, and what interests me also is like, obviously, can we channel into their reality? That's, that's the, the obviously the next question that, uh, and I've. I think they read our consciousness pretty clearly. Mm. But that you would have experiences on their planet. If, for example, if there was a planet, like could you channel uh, yourself? I've into? actually heard uh, uh, through someone else that Rob Gothier has astrally projected himself to Tourette's. Oh, he's seen it. I mean, he, yeah. he's, oh, wow. Uh, and Because Rob Gothier, it was coming up before you mentioned him, because um, the two energies that he does channels uh, uh, Treb and then uh, the Al Aldrin, uh, what's it? Um, Aerodiv. A masculine and feminine, and, and they're so different. I think, so. I think they're both uh, masculine. Are you sure? I asked him that one time when I saw a, a depiction of Ardith, and he's like, "No, that's a that's a dude." <laughs> no, a tre tre Treb though is very feminine. Tre oh, I mean, okay. Treb is the one that's, uh, you know, because here's the serious mode of like the um, Ardith, and then and then the, when you watch the, for example, the interviews with Extra-Dimensionals with Ruben Langdon, oh, he had. Yeah. You kind of both of them for him and then you can see the you know very distinct differences and um treb was moved couldn't was moving around a lot and even standing up out of the chair and this it's wavering art of is just like cross-legged chill and like you know matter of fact kind of where and the information is the same basically so you can tell right just, but it's like oh this is a very different energy or being that's coming through. Uh, and yeah, I don't know what that's like for the, the for Rob Gauthier with how that feels. Uh, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if he also goes somewhere else necessarily, I think. Yeah, he's in a trance. He's in a trance, okay, yeah, wow. Mm. And yeah, wow, I, I, I actually, there's a, have you heard of, um, you've heard walk-ins, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just so I I just found about the concept uh, through Alan Steinfeld. I want you know he's yeah creating this. You've heard about it. He's uh, making a workshop or like a, a meeting of twenty two uh, walk-ins, 
and uh, they're, they're putting it on in, I guess, beginning of January. And I saw that uh, Rob Gauthier was on that list of walk-ins. So I'm very curious, uh, are you a walk-in? No. Okay. Yeah. It's also <laughs> very interesting. And I don't do a Christopher Walken impression either. What's that? <laughs> you know Christopher Walken? Okay, very good. No, I, yeah, that's, that's... Everybody does a, a Christopher Walken impression except me. No, that's good. <laughs> nice. He's a good guy. I mean, he's a great actor. Yeah, he was in the movie Communion. Wait a right? second. Was he in Sorry, I'm losing yeah. my lighting here. So. No worries, man. We're losing yeah. the sun, so I'm, I'm going to try to get... So, uh, how's life in Hawaii? great <laughs> i mean it's like if we had a choice of like yeah for energetics and just well-being I, I mean i feel like drawn to the idea of a you know hawaiian yeah. lifestyle yeah it's great yeah it's since when you've been there i've lived here for six years six years so it was a conch i mean uh, obviously uh how did you just like say i want to go to hawaii or how'd you make that because that's like a choice. I feel like anybody goes to Hawaii often, it's because it's really like their dream dream choice to go there. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, it had been for me for a long time and I'd forgotten about it. I had totally forgotten about my dream to live here until a psychic told me and my, my ex that we should move somewhere where there's a volcano. And then I thought, oh, the Big Island has a volcano. So that's where we actually moved to originally. And now I'm in Maui. Because of a volcano, that's like... Well, some people say don't move there because of an vo active volcano. Yeah, it was, it, it, well, there are other factors too, like being close to the ocean. Mm. You know, I mean, uh, that it is that also vortex. part of. Is it What's one of the earth, is it one of the Earth uh, vortexes or what are the energy? Uh, this is right here. Yeah. In Maui, yeah. Is that one of the chakras or what, what is it? Yeah. Okay. Do you know which one? Some people say heart. Wow. In fact, Bashar says heart. Okay. He's, he's actually, I, I usually go with Bashar in a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. It, it's, uh, and the, the actual culture that, you know, the Hawaiian culture, that spirituality, does that, does that appeal to you as well? Uh, the way they viewed life and still do? Well, I mean, it's, um, people talk about it, but I mean, it's great. I, the, the energy here is wonderful. Hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very you, you'll you'll have no trouble like finding a spiritual event to go to here. Mm. <laughs> it's uh, probably similar to Sedona in Arizona. Yeah. Little, and the, the, there's these hotbeds of spirituality popping up, and yeah. uh, I think even like in places like North Carolina, something's come you know coming up. Uh, I've heard uh, Asheville. Um, Nashville, Atlanta. Uh, Bashar's mentioned that uh, that's the mayor of Sedona, and I've been wow. Uh, yeah, it's. I guess it's named after Atlantis, so. <laughs> yeah, it's it's there's something going on there. I mean, uh, the uh, transformation uh, that's, you know, a way of living. I think the multi-culti aspects as well, and everything, and yeah. does draw so much creativity. I'm in uh, Germany, and uh, there's. I can see some parts are you know, ascending in a different way. I mean, just like the, these connections of like creativity happening in certain locations. And it's, it's definitely some sort of grid mm -hmm. going on here uh, on different parts of the planet. 
And uh, this has made it so easy to connect with people, obviously on all over the place. And this is obviously, I love the opportunity. And yeah, the, the I guess the, the other work you do is with obviously energy healing, energetics. Uh, you were doing that before you start channeling or did you? Yeah, I, mean, I had a Reiki level one attunement. And then when I had my big like Reiki experiences, I got attuned in, into level two and I didn't get my level three till after I had already been channeling. So what do you mean by attuned? Is it a test or how do they attune you? That's what they call it. It's like the, the master is giving you is like, like anointing you sort of <laughs> with the energies of okay. Reiki. And, but you also do, you have to, you have to learn things and you have to be able to repeat things to them and symbols and stuff. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's uh, obviously very big for a lot of channelers of doing energy work and yeah. uh, the, then you um, do, you, can you read auras and stuff like this as well? Or not you... really. I mean, I see auras if I really concentrate, mm. yeah. but um, not colors, just the, the white mm. coming off the person, white light. Okay. And uh, do the, when, as uh, people, uh, is there energy where I've, there's obviously a lot of tonality stuff going on when with your balancing when you're getting into the the channel state and i have noticed that the intonations that you're giving and the energy work it's also for the viewer to kind of balance themselves out as well you get that impression or exactly what it is yeah 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 it's and uh, i mean very meditative and i i do i do i do appreciate that you include that part in front of all of your challenges because obviously Anybody just coming upon these videos, you know, the first three minutes, they're going to be like, yeah, they might be turned off. <laughs> <laughs> You're not doing it for popularity. It's, it's, uh, it's clear. Yeah. We like weed out the, the ones who <laughs> just the hardcore people are like, Oh, this is, this is it. Yeah. And uh, I feel like, yeah, that it, it was, is uh, out of curiosity is um, because of the constor um the face contortions and and there, is there some sort of there's no resistance on your part right or no. no it's just how they feel into your body yeah just letting all of it happen mm. and they have a obviously being non-physical they don't even know how to i mean the body feels very probably very strange to them correct from their perspective or is that um or my body's reacting in a way to them you know what i mean mm. Like yes. there's, there was a, like a getting to know you period in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then I got comfortable enough to really just let it come through me. And, mm. you know, then I could speak and all that. So, but it's not obviously uh, uh, to get into the channel state takes a bit of time for you. I mean, like there's a, you need beforehand quiet and peace and then the preparation right yeah i i would recommend that to people especially who are just starting out um to make sure that you're in the right space to do it you know what i mean like you want to come to it from a place of 
already feeling pretty good mm. before you attempt to channel. What would be the would you be channeling different entities if you're not in a good place? Well, that's that's a possibility. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not uh I mean, have you channeled uh, entities that are not love and light? <laughs> Only one time and it was uh it was very brief. It mm. was at a breathwork um class where well, not really a class but just like a breathwork exercise that I was doing and I worked with this teacher many times and it had never happened before but someone was on the floor next to me having obviously having a lot of trauma that they were releasing there was a lot of screaming mm. so I must have picked up on something that she was releasing and channeled it for just uh like five seconds you mean you were screaming as well or some no i said i don't know if you want me to swear or not yeah, you're, you're, go ahead please this is no, no said, uh, this. suck and fuck suck and fuck fucking suck fucking suck. wow like yeah no and but you caught yourself yeah yeah no <laughs> and then, then you're doing her a service too i guess because you were i mean you're probably expressing something that she was expressing to herself anyways yeah 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 and I think people, they, they need, we need to see these reflections as well. There's like a, a woman in the park here who has a dog, completely normal looking, right? And but she's walking around and this is in German, but she's like, kill them all, kill them all or something like motherfucker. You know, it's like, and, and you wonder, she's talking to you as she walks by, but then she just keeps on walking. And, and it's like, uh, but then I can clearly say, okay, I know that some, you know, she's dealing with, it just, you know, polarity of some sort and it's her fear or whatever. And, and it's like, it's nice when it's so open like that too, you know, and, and I think, you know, it's like, uh, my question is often, they're reflecting something to us as well. These, you know, people on the streets who are channeling everybody, you know, especially people, because the channeling through a negative kind of like constriction is also information you know, they, they, they feel impelled to say something like yeah. your shirt looks horrible, you know, something like, like out of nowhere, you know, it's like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing's random. Right. So if you're thinking about like, Oh man, I look like crap today. <laughs> get it in your face. You're like, okay. I mean, but that's honest. That's, that's, you know, and do, I think that's, that's why we need that too. We need those, those negative channelers of some sort of, you know, they don't have, they have, they have a certain honesty about their negativity, you know, and, and that's what you, you want to have. You don't want to always hear that, you know, everything is great when it doesn't feel great. Right. That's, that's, that's also like, okay, you do want a few, you know, people in the, in your circle, or maybe you're a little bit not cynical, but you know, I guess yeah. uh, a different perspective that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a, <laughs> no, it's definitely. Uh, and for, if I, I, if I were to, I know you're not going to do it now, but I mean, could you actually get, because I know you always do the channelings into the video. Do you, you, have you done a lot of channelings for people on, you know, live? And I mean, you offer it, obviously. Person? You mean face to face? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, uh, 
because yeah, most of the times in the videos, I, it's obviously doing a daily message, and it's um, not from a question and answer kind of situation. It's right. it's just them purely coming through. Are you are you setting some sort of intentions for what kind of information you want to put out there, or they're just completely free? I have no clue what they're going to talk about, and I don't want to influence it at all. So I don't want to be like, "Hey, let's talk about this thing that's going on." You know. In fact, when the virus started and the the channelings were like night after night about the virus, I was like, "Oh man, this is getting really boring and repetitive, and mm -hmm. I don't want to channel about this all the time." You know. Mm -hmm. But you couldn't control that. They they felt it was important. I could. I could stop. Mm. I could have stopped it. Uh, you know, I have that option. Mm. Well, your, your latest messages are not, I mean, like it's, uh, you know, it's, it's getting very po quite positive. And, and, and I really yeah. like the message, of course, that, uh, you know, in your postings, you started uh, typing them before, like, I think before you were, you just did the YouTube and it was, uh, and then you, now you've actually typed up the transmissions. No, I've always typed them up. Oh, okay. I, always appear on camera though when i did the channeling mm. i just did the recorded audio on youtube with a picture mm. okay and i've uh, uh have you gotten i mean uh what what, what kind of resonance have you gotten because you put yourself really out there into this into the world and i'm i'm just curious like also the not so positive for people who just don't understand this how do you definitely that but like we were saying before those people have kind of gotten filtered out over the years you know like mm. they don't keep coming back to torture me <laughs> right <laughs> not repeat customers the early videos there was a lot of uh uh this guy's insane sort of stuff yes <laughs> no i mean uh and yeah, that's, I think that's, I feel like that you could, you didn't give up and you kept on doing it. I mean, uh, you know, some people, they, they get a couple of really negative feedback, like and they, they take it very personally, but yeah. I think that's um, part of the game is just to learn to ignore that and know it's always out there for somebody that it's, it's, you know, it's a perfect match and it's not going to match with, you know, certain people who, are not ready that's for sure it's it's uh no but i really appreciate what you're doing and i'm actually organizing with alan steinfeld and another we did a little channel panel together and we want to do another one uh we're doing one in february and march and we want to do one just with ets uh trans uh um and the concept is uh three channelers at the same time first in the non-channel state talking a little bit about a topic and then answering questions and then getting into the channel state. And I found that the dynamic of three or two or three channelers, very interesting. Have you you've done that before where you're channeling with other yeah. channelers at the same time? Mm -hmm. Okay. And no, it's a, and if, yeah, if you're interested maybe in some time taking part in that, that would be awesome because, uh, yeah, I think that's an energy that I think it does it does add an extra dimension to from from my perspective to some of the channelings when you like uh, one is adding to the other and yeah you know, it's it's a 
yeah so if you're interested i can send you some details sometime and sure yeah cool man no i'm very actually because i'm, I'm a bit tired I, I probably has come through my, my energy is not yeah. the highest at the but it's been perfect uh yeah so i yeah i think um and uh, yeah if you i wish you a, a wonderful day in hawaii and uh maybe um let's do it another time maybe if another time of day would be possible i know you're at what is it it's 5 30 what time is it there now it's uh six something it's six something now okay so. yeah it would yeah you're totally on the other side of the world <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i'm it's been a pleasure and um do it again i mean just maybe yeah. and keep doing what you're doing i, I and know that I, I think of all the channelers it seems like you're you're definitely resonating with a lot of people and i've, I've seen like uh you've built a very strong following and and, and I, I think that um especially this time this is you know and then those that are just doing it like every day i really appreciate that too just like because I used to say before, there's some sort of resistance because obviously the ego and the persona doesn't understand. Yeah. Keep doing this, but it's just for somebody out there, it just does, you know, just needs to hear that one more time, you know? Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. That's why there's so many of us doing it now. Yes. Yeah. There'll be like a clump of people that resonate with what I'm doing and a clump of people that resonate with what someone else is doing and so on and so on. Hmm. Yeah. Definitely, man. Cool. Daniel, then I wish you a wonderful day. And uh, the next time, yeah. Have a great day there in Germany. Cheers, man. All right. <laughs> Cheers. Ciao.